I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Aruba, Jamaica, ooh, I want to take you. Bermuda, Bahama, come on. There's a place called Kokomo That's where you wanna go To get away from it all Bodies in the sand Tropical drink melting in your hand We'll be falling in love To the rhythm of a steel drum band Down in Kokomo Coming to you live atop the Silfco building in beautiful Saffron City, it's the one, the only, Pucko! Podcast! And welcome to the Puckle Podcast, I'm Trainer Thatch. And this is your beloved Sarge. And we're both here to uh, bring to you the 65th episode of Puckle. Today we have with us our live studio audience. And of course. They, come on, come on, give us, give us a shout. They're just wonderful. They're just too much. They're too much. I hate them all. You hate them all. You hate them all. Every single one of them. Okay, but either way, um, on to the first part of the show, which is news. Um, Since the last episode, there's been a bunch of new pokes revealed for the fifth generation. So I'm actually pretty neat. Um, The newest one, actually, is this grass monkey thing. Yeah, he's weird. Which is kind of weird. Like after, it kind of looks like Chimchar, but with grass. They're they're really hit or miss with these new guys. No, no, I'm pretty sure they're scraping the barrel. Then I'm pretty. No, you weren't. You weren't here. It was probably with the Sycamore. Um, Go to Muna. Uh, Muna, that one right yeah. there. Okay, the pink one with the flowers for our, for our listeners. Now, yeah. um, this one this one was actually based on something that was actually said in uh, first gen. If you go play red, blue, yellow, leaf green, or fire red. Yeah. There's a guy after you exit a uh, rock tunnel to get the lavender town from uh, Cerulean City. She says, 
I there's so many new Pokemon. There's so many Pokemon. I really hope there's one. There's a pink one with fl- with a floral pattern on it. You gotta be kidding me. They're scraping the barrel. That's just dumb. They're scraping this, the barrel. And did you know that the one it evolves into is actually less detailed? Yeah, yeah, it than is. that one. Like what? What is their problem? I like gears though. I kind of like. No, that's no, it's dumb. Gear, not gears. That's dumb. Gear is going to evolve into gears. Um, that's just dumb. Of war. Um, gears of war. Yeah. Good reference. Yeah, it's already been. We set. owe them ten dollars. <laughs> no, it's. That's not good. I want the zebra because I want to joust on it. Um, that's cool. What does this have to do with anything? Uh, nothing. But none of these are new types. Um, uh, none of them have new types. I don't think they're going to. I mean, new I types. mean, no, not that one. None of them are new. You know, people. Uh, there's, there's, the there's He's got like a tree on his face. Yeah, which is really cool. And there's like a flying squirrel. It's yeah. kind of like a Pikachu, but with like wings and a It's crazy a flying tail. squirrel. It's kind of cool. And then, it kind of uh, looks like Pekizaru. Then there's really there's like a fish. It kind of looks like Magikarp, but yeah. it's green and has white it's fins. It's more like Carvana. Yeah, I don't know what that is, so it's a Magikarp. Brian knows what that is. Brian doesn't know. <laughs> Brian's going to take a nap. <laughs> Brian's okay. gonna take a nap with us recording. How is that gonna work? I don't know. I figured I'd just fall asleep. See, um, this this was why we probably should have roomed together, but I'm not. I'm not. No. Either way, that wouldn't work. Either way, too loud. It yeah, just, it would be. It would just happen. be ridiculous. Um. Either way, so uh, that's. I don't think there's actually been any more news. Uh, the games are coming out in Japan. Uh, in about Twenty-four a month. days. Narker's got the countdown. 24 days, 17 hours, yeah. 41, but, um, 14 minutes. I, I don't think there's any more news. If we've missed anything, shoot us an email. Oh, actually, um, I'd like to make a correction. Apparently, I screwed up the IV episode. That was the last episode, according to GTG, because they've changed the way breeding works with IVs. Yeah, being passed you down. suck. And it does not just pick one from the father, one from the mother, and then one from the father again. It chooses random parents to pick the IVs from. Idiot. So, technically, you could have three IVs from one parent. You're dumb. Okay, you don't even know what I'm talking about. Okay, either way, on to the episode today. Um, the episode today is going to be on the remake games and possible remake theories. Um, You're going to talk about scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> That's you. That's you. I'm a, like, in 24 days, I won't have to scrape the barrel for much, there you much go. longer, okay? That's true. In 24 well, days. I mean, 24 days and a friend in Japan, and a friend in Japan. will be okay. No, Cerebi's going to have everything about this That's game. true. Um, we'll be way. okay. We'll do all right. We'll okay, all right. so um, to go on to this uh, topic, uh, okay. remakes, we're going to go over Leaf Green, Fire Red, and uh, Heart Gold, Soul Silver. I thought, I thought we were doing uh, Yellow No, no, no. Crystal. That's the th- no, don't worry about those. No? That's okay. Another, that's another episode okay. for one of, another co-host. All right. That's cool. Who could partake in the conversation a bit more. Nah, further. it's all right. They don't want me for my knowledge. They just want me for my body. Brian's laughing. Okay. <laughs> Brian's silly. Brian. Okay. Everybody, let's hear some applause for Brian. I can't do that. That's just hard. You got, you're asking me to put in the sound effect a fourth time. Okay, I'll do it. It's not that hard. And Yeah, okay. So. Yep. Either way, um, back to the topic. Heart, Leaf Green and Fire Red were actually, uh... They were cool. They were actually really... I think it was neat when they came out, because, uh... Ruby and Sapphire kind of just, like... Sucked. Flipped everything upside down. Sucked. But the fact that you couldn't catch them all... Sucked. You couldn't catch them all in the other ones anyway. No, you couldn't catch them all. Like, like they made 130 new pokes. 
Right. And oh, and they the, were, the, net, yeah, the Pokedex was only 200. So they only added like 70 pokes from the older games. That's dumb. So it wasn't as fun. Yeah, that's true. I dabbled slightly in that one, too. You couldn't trade, really, could you? Because you couldn't... You couldn't trade right away. You had to wait when you played Leaf Green and Fire Red? No, no, no. I mean, I mean, from Ruby and Sapphire to, like, the ones before them. No, you could not, because uh, it transitioned to the Game Boy Advance, right. and apparently there were some electronic issues. But, um... That's dumb. But Fire Red and Leaf Green allowed you to go back to Kanto and get the pokes. Right. And which actually eventually led to, once the fourth generation came out, the speculation for the heart, for the Gold and Silver remakes. Yep. Which we actually got. It was cool. I was, was listening to Puck, I was listening to Puckle episodes for Puckle Trivia, mm-hmm. and uh, it was actually quite funny because um, I was listening to some of the really really old remake theories, yeah. and it, they were just hilarious. Good times. Um, I think one, they were supposed to be called uh, Dawn Silver and no no it was Dusk Silver and Dawn Gold. That just sounds dumb. That's what they thought it was gonna be for the longest time. Yeah. We got Heart, Gold, and Soul, Silver, which I was very happy with. Right, and that just sounds better. We just finished I mean, those. Um, well, I finished it. I, I, I um, I'm really not. I still can't find my team. Um, you can't find your team. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still working on, on it. A personal quest. Yeah, it's on a personal quest of uh, it's, it's deep. Trying to find, trying to find the team inside us all. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna restart at some point with, with like six that I want to use. I got six of them picked out, but okay. I just gotta. I'm gonna have to. So you're gonna have to do that for me. I'll help you out. Okay. I got. I might have some of the export, but eh, yeah, whatever. Okay. Either way. So um. Either way. Fire red, leaf green. Fire red. That's leaf cool. Green. Um, yeah. they got rid of. They put in graphics and you know made it I, color. That's uh, pretty good. Well, fire red and leaf green was a lot of fun. I think. Right. Um, they added a little bit to the story, but not too much. Um, the story, like the Sevi Islands and uh, yeah. Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. Oh, because you played this on the ROM, you weren't able to go there. Uh, I, I got the first three. I couldn't go to the last. The last, one, the last. That was like, dumb. Four. I had to um, save it on my computer. Yeah, he played the ROM, so yeah, I understand. It worked. I actually, it had was the card. free. You know, I mean, I understand, and it was it was fun. It was an enjoyable. It was. Experience it was you. very enjoyable. Because you could play it at five times speed, and uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> Just hold down spacebar. Leveling up was so much easier. Um. But yeah, it was, it, they were very enjoyable. I enjoyed the remakes because I enjoyed going back to Kanto and replaying the games that like first got me into the right. And it was so late that most of the kids didn't even like and play so that kind of stuff. So it was kind of new for them. And same with Gold and Silver, like I, Heart Gold mm-hmm. and Soul Silver. I know that there's a lot of kids who just started in on Ruby and started in with uh, fourth generation, like Dave. Like Dave. Um, Somehow, I don't know why they would do that. That's unfortunate. Poor Dave. I'm sorry for those children that had to start with Ruby. Those children it's a problem. Were, I'm sorry. No, but um, they got to play uh, they got to play Gold and Silver for the first time in Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Right. Which I believe are the best games in the entire franchise. Definitely. Gold and Silver, and it was it was a lot of fun going through the games. Like even if I would have went through Johto with fourth generation pokes, I would have been happy. I just loved Johto mm-hmm. to begin with. Yeah. And going through the, I, the story wasn't much different. Not at all. I do. Like, they did. They did add in the crystal aspect of it, though. With they, um, they Suicune, they expanded on that a little more too. I kind of. I like. There was that, that a lot. creepy guy that was the creepy guy. Uh, yeah, I yeah, his name. following around. I'm, I, pr- no I'm pretty sure the Suicune thing like lasted longer than it did in Crystal. Yeah, you saw him like all the time. It was and like, I, hey. thought it, I thought it was a very good idea. It's kind of cool because I given you know, it some. You depth. know, they're not making like you know. Clear uh, crystal or something. Uh, I don't know. Crystal clear. Crystal clear version. Yeah. 
But yeah. in Fire Red Leaf Green, I mean, the problem with that was they fixed the glitches that were in the oh, original. Oh, so I was I mean, reading up on Missing No actually the other really? day. Really, that's interesting. Missing No is is actually very interesting. He's actually they did a psychology like test with Missing No. I'm so confused, but what, it sounds like somebody fun. like they did research with Missing No. Like, what did Missing No psychologically do to children who used the cheat? <laughs> like that's taught them that their sixth item could be multiplied to nearly like a thousand or so. No, multiply it by 128. You got 128 of. No, it wasn't items. always 128. It was yeah, a random was, number. No, sometimes it wasn't. Yeah, it was, was weird. Shut up. I think it was hilarious. It also glitched up your. Uh, yeah, someone told me if you caught it. Oh yeah. It made no, it no, all no, no, no. Nintendo, Nintendo Power issued up something about missing no because like I don't know how they missed like that big of a thing right like you know how missing no works uh yeah it's because there's no like there's um, no catch rate num- catch right, numbers right you don't go the into an area you, you go to the guy it clears out the the number, number. And, it, and it like puts your name in it right and so you go over there and it's just like oh look missing no and it's just like I'm, I, I thought it was hilarious like how do you miss something like that big in the code <sighs> by not testing it enough well, I mean, who would... I mean, you have to go along a very specific thing so that you don't get... It's just that it's along the coast of Cinnabar Island. Right. And, I mean, who who thinks to travel up and down that thing a thousand times? Everybody. If you just went through it, you no, wouldn't no, even no, get you, stopped. No, no, you would just be like, oh. You could possibly have gotten stopped. It would be tough. If you were like, oh, I'm going to go get some tentacle today, and you're just going up and down... Right, but and most then, people like, don't. And then you're just like, oh, look, a level 128 gold duck. I kind of want to catch That's that. That's cool. I caught I caught two of them, at least. Yeah. If I you catch it. No, Nintendo Power like, knew about Missing No. Right. And they put it out there, like, if you catch it, it will corrupt your game and delete your file. I don't think it did. It doesn't. It, like, there's a hit and miss chance that it could. Right. But it doesn't. Not at all. And it knows, it knew some pretty good attacks. And it was level 128. I think, I think they classified it as the bird type in some games, depending on what your name is. It's classified as the bird type, which is a type that bird. never existed. It was called the bird type. That's cool. Did it do anything to your Pokedex? What did it say? It didn't do anything to your, It was read as number 000 in the Pokedex. Excellent. Which is amazing. Um, but either way. Um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver. They should have put that back in just because they could. Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I think, no, people keep trying to get, like, Missing No as canon in the game. <laughs> like, they're just like, bring Missing No back, bring Missing No back. They should just I, no, add I was, him. I, I what if like, they added him in 5th gen? They need they need ideas. <laughs> no, I was, uh, I'm just going to scroll down Sarah being, oh, Missing No, What? There's some actually really cool new pokes. Like, this one, this one's kind of weird, because, like, it changes colors with the seasons, because there's seasons in the game now. That's weird. Like, they it last It kind of looks month. like, um, Stantler. It does. It looks does. a lot like it. That That's a love kinda, disc evolution, which is kind of yeah, sad. Yeah, that's kind of dumb. Um. That one has a giant. Yeah. It's excited like Brian was yesterday. Right. Very excited. Yeah, it got in the lab again. Ah. <laughs> okay, that was an inside joke. This one, um, uh, it's another it's another racist portrayal. Maybe it evolves from Jinx. I like this thing, because it's like in Jello. Oh, yeah, that's right. This Jinx, thing looks like... This Jinx look, does need an evolution, right? This, this thing like, looks like... This thing looks like something... It looks like Jello with, like, the strawberries in it. it yes, it does. It's like a, it's like a strawberry and, uh... A, a grape. yellow grape. Do they have <laughs> yellow grapes? I don't now know. Now they do when they rot. Um... 
Okay, there you go. He's just a grape. It's yeah. a small child. And like an egg right there. Yeah. And then a human fetus. <laughs> yeah. Terrible people. Um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, though. Um, they had, see, um, there were some new moves, too. Like, uh, Discharge, wasn't that new? No, that was a, it's a fourth generation. What, what it was, was Heart Gold and Soul Silver. It's like taking the second gen and placing it into the right, fourth right, gen. Right. But Discharge, but, no, Discharge was a fourth gen move. It came was out it? in Diamond and Pearl. Because it always lists the attacks uh, separately for, like, uh, Di- if you find, like, Zapdos. Diamond and Pearl, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver did, like, help with breeding. Like, Heart Gold and Silver themselves started breeding. Yeah. With egg moves and everything. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. IVs and stuff started in Ruby and Sapphire. And then in Emerald, you got uh, the Everstone, Keeping the Nature, and then progressively got worse. What's up, guys? Hey, Brian buddy. Sleeping. We should probably pause this. We should probably pause this, yeah. We don't know where to go. Keep going. Yeah, we're. I, right. I'm kind of lazy. Um, but either way, um, Harkle and Soul Silver were very cool. Um, oh, we should have had him cheer for the Richards. Oh, we should have had him cheer for the Richards. Oh. Uh, that's something that we missed. It that's should have like, been the. That's like the a regular mar- class. It's like a Marsha kinda... Brady moment. Yeah, just like a little. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. No, not not Richard. the woo. Just the the slow clap, basically. Yes, sir. Somebody should just said that. Somebody should. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> sir. She's been that one overly enthusiastic person. Right. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're just going to abuse that sound effect today? We haven't, though. We're, we're doing okay with it. I think we're doing all right. We're doing all right. Um, um, I don't know what else. Is there anything else you'd like to add to Heart Gold Soul Silver? Well, it, it had, um, it was a nice seg, actually working back, uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, they did keep some of the old ones. Or some of the third and fourth gen. Oh, of course they Which did. was nice. Like, you had to. Except in the Elite Four. That pissed me off. What? It was like, oh, he's using this type. And I was like, the hell is that thing? No, no. What? The hardest Elite what? Four had to have been in uh, Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Yeah, I hear about because, that. Because, like, they, they, say they say they use fire types. Even the gym leaders in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. Yeah. Because they say, oh, we're using this type. Well, they don't mean they, they specialize in that type of Pokemon. They mean they specialize in that type of moves. Yeah, and that like, just if doesn't that make can sense. Just, if, that can just, if it can use, like, an Electro-type move, Volkner's going to go ahead and use, like, a freaking... Lapras? Lapras can learn Thunderbolt. Yes, it can. I used to run one. Yeah, but... He's an NU, is... I think, now. Mm. Lapras is a beast. Lapras is... Heck is kind of Lapras low, is, like, it? the best anti-water type Pokemon I ever knew. Um, no, I think... Uh, no, 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 is no, pretty good for no, that. no, no, anti-water, Lapras, click it. If you're up against a water type, Lapras has the, oh, King right. has the ability has water the, um, absorb, Yeah. so if he gets hit by it, he gets 25% of his HP back. Not to mention, um, he can learn Thunderbolt to hit him back. Right, but I don't think he's any good with it, really. His he's got really good like. special attack, I think. Does he? Uh, he's NU, though. Um, I hope they don't evolve him. That would be dumb. He's, he's decent for NU. Look at his HP, his base HP right, is right, huge. Right, right, right. But I mean, um, with uh, who's it? Kingdra. I was looking at Kingdra's very good. Kingdra's, Kingdra's very really good. Um, I'm I'm gonna start with a horsey in my uh, next when I restart. Scale? What? You have a dragon scale? I don't know. I might. We'll see what happens. That's Kyle for one. Yeah. I'll get you one. All I right. Can do it. We'll see what happens. I'll find you dragon scale. See, because here eBay. water is um, water's a quarter. And the only thing that double against him is dragon. There's so another I mean, Pokemon it's... exactly like that. Go to uh, go to uh, Sinnoh Dex. No. Uh, keep going all the way down, all the way down to the bottom. There's Palkia, Water oh. Dragon. 
He's also considered an uber. He yeah, has much true. better stats. Well, yeah, but... And he has this awesome attack called crazy. Spatial Rend. the heck is he? I don't even know what that thing is. It's, it's, a, it's, it's scary. It's very scary. Um, either way, we should go to commercial break. Commercial break already? Yeah, so we're already 20 minutes into the show. Oh, that's really So weird. how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about that? I guess that says it for everybody, so uh, I guess uh, we'll catch you guys on the uh, flip-flop. Hi, this is Sarge here, and I'm here to give you the deal of a lifetime. Now, you can get your own golden-plated lagging tail for just $19.95. We are currently overstocked, and we are going to sell them to you at an unbelievable price. Are they worth their weight in gold? No. Not at all. That's why you get such a good low price. And welcome back to the Puckle Podcast. So, uh, one of the first things we're going to do is uh, we're going to go back to our Poke of the Episode. We still have the contest entries, which I have picked the top four for. And uh, you guys, after I read them to you, you will go into the forums and you will pick which story you like the best. So, have fun with that. So, first of all, the poke of the episode is Kingdra. Kingdra is an OU dragon water type. After Salamence been boosted, has been boosted up to the Uber tier. Um, it's one of the very few dragons left in the OU tier. Along with Dragonite, Along with who's Dragonite, basically and, uh, the same. But you know, there are a couple more. Uh, Flygon still in the OU tier. Yep. And yeah, I use I I replace my Salamence with my dra- with a Dragonite, and it's doing just fine. Team's still running strong because I figured out it wasn't the Salamence that was doing anything. Um, <laughs> Salamence wasn't doing anything to constructive to help my team. Um, so yeah, um, that's good. Kingdra, um, it's actually a really good poke physically. He's and uh, really well he can, balanced. He's too. very well balanced. He's, he's fast enough it's, with Swift Swim. You get him on a Rain Dance team, mm-hmm. just very well. Um, his speed get his speed gets boosted, and that's uh, that's how the cookie crumbles. Yeah, of course. Um, just good move set, kind of. Yeah, he has pretty a, good. He has a pretty good move um, set. A um, couple dragon moves in there. Well, he can also he has water. the ability to learn outrage as well from a move. Tier. Right. Um, I mean, he has a lot of TMs he can learn, and it's very nice. Um, Brian. You don't know good what Brian there. is. I know what Brian is. Okay. It doubles. Yeah, yeah. doubles his yeah. attack yeah. when he gets below you're half. Just, you're just saying words that you see on Bubblepedia. No. I'm gonna say, no, I'm gonna say special. False. Special. He can he can learn special and uh, he he can't learn special. Yeah, I'm joking. Yeah, because you're dumb. Okay, and uh, and let's see. Yeah, that's book of the episode. I'm going to go over Where, to the, uh, the, Where's our trivia? Uh, what trivia? Oh, Bulbapedia. Some trivia here. Yeah. Kingdra is the only non-legendary, fully evolved dragon-type Pokemon not to have a double weakness to ice. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It lacks the ability to use flamethrower. I don't know what that means. That's the only dragon that lacks the ability to use flamethrower. There we go. Uh, Kingdra was the first dragon-type Pokemon not part of the Dratini evolutions. This is true. That's, yep. Uh, though many Kingdra's Pokemon entries state that it can create whirlpools, it, it can only learn, learn the, the move through HM. I mean, that, that kind of makes sense. Uh, let's see. 
Kingdra is the only dragon-type Pokemon introduced in Generation 2, and is along with Misdreavious the only Pokemon introduced in a generation in which there are no other Pokemon of one of its types. Wow. Kingdra is often mistranslated into Kingora in the Changyi translation of Pokemon Adventures. Kingdra can learn any move with hidden power as a possible exception that will do at least normal damage to Empoleon. Wow. That was useless. Kingdra cannot learn anything. Wow. That's that's cool. Um Yeah. That was that's kind of random. That was a waste of time. Either way. Uh, on to the uh, contest entries. I have uh, I have selected uh, four stories for you all. What you guys are going to do is you're going to listen to these stories and you are going to uh, vote for your favorite on the forums. And uh, we'll close the uh, voting off on what, what's the date? It's the 23rd? Yeah, I think today's uh, the 23rd. September 19th, you can stop, you stop voting. Um, Seriously? Yeah. Are any of them that... Okay, it's we'll like give a, you two weeks. We'll give you two like, weeks. All right, all right, all right. That gets you to the 30th, and then yeah. 6th or so. So let me pull open these. Uh, and I think I'm just going to go take a nap, along with Brian. I'm going to go climb into Brian's bed and just take a nap. Brian's bed. Okay. Yep. So here we go. We're going to uh, we're gonna find the good stories. Uh, the first one is uh, about is by Anonymous. It is called Creation. Sounds like a uh, pretty good story. Yeah, so here we go. Creation. In the beginning, there was a world of chaos and disorder. Sounds familiar. Nothing existed. Time didn't flow. Space didn't expand. There was no emotion, knowledge, or willpower. There was no land, no sea, and no sky. But there was an egg. A single egg. Born from the darkness, inside the egg was actually the legendary Pokemon Arceus. What about Mew? When the egg hatched, Arceus would pass its first judgment, and the world would be created. But Arceus was patient. The world waited. But something triggered in the egg. Perhaps it had waited too long for this moment. The egg twitched. It shook. It, wob- it wobbled. It cracked. The egg contained- containing Arceus hatched. Instantly, the world changed. Everything seemed to depend on the white and gold creature that now stood where the egg had sat. It looked around the world it had hatched in, its eyes red, carefully surveying, surveying the landscape, and it knew what it had to do. The first Pokemon to walk the earth flung back its head and roared. I'm sensing some, um, continuity errors. First of all, there's no space, no time, yet there's an earth. It's true. Um, that is a problem. Either way, even unconsciousness, three dragons heard the roar. They knew what it meant. The first judgment was about to take place. The first dragon was called Dialga, the master of time. Uh, Where did the three dragons place. come from? Arceus is creating them, okay? From the eggshell pieces. Um, ah. Uh, the second dragon was Palkia, the master of space. Arceus had called the Pokemon forth to let space expand. The final dragon was called Giratina, the master of antimatter. Arceus had called the Pokemon forward to ki- care for the world they were about to leave. The three dragons knew that the call was of the utmost importance and should not be ignored. They opened their eyes. Time started to flow. Space began to expand. A new world was created, but it was not enough. The world had no spirit, no knowledge, no willpower, no emotion. So Arceus called again. This time, three spirits heard the call. They knew what it meant. The first judgment was about to take place.
place. The first spirit was called Uxie. The, it was the Pokemon of knowledge. Its yellow, yellow face glimmers as it made its way towards the greater Pokemon. The second spirit was called Mesprit. It was the Pokemon of emotion. Its pink face lit up as its spirit flew over to Arceus. The third spirit was called Azelf. It was the Pokemon of willpower. Its blue face sparkling as it hovered towards the god Pokemon. With these six Pokemon at its side, Arceus created the new world. But it was empty and dull. So Arceus called once more and created three more Pokemon. To assist in the first judgment. The first of these was Kyogre. The Pokemon that could expand the seas. The second was Groudon. The Pokemon that could expand the continents. The third was Rayquaza. Rayquaza. Have you seen that video? No. I will have to show you this video. I assume it's very funny. It's hilarious. The Pokemon who can expand the skies. These new Pokemon labored hard, turning the bleak bleak world into a colorful... I think I found the moral of the story already, but I'll expand on it at the end. Alright, let's keep going with it. Four more Pokemon were summoned by Arceus to finish creating the world. The first was Regigigas, who created the six regions of the Pokemon Isles by using its immense strength to shove the continents into place, dictated by Arceus. Valleys and craters were formed. Mountains and volcanoes were created, and from the depths of these monuments came Heatran. Heatran was ordered by Arceus to control the eruptions of volcanoes across the new land. Then the three golemen, golemen, uh, golems populated the world with materials, Regirock, Regice, and Registeel. They were all the same height, constructed out of the very material they deposited in the ground. They completed their mission and returned to Arceus. Arceus created more Pokemon to cult- culture the world it created. Manaphy and Fionn, the blue seafaring Pokemon who control the ways of the sea. Celebi, the green time-traveling Pokemon who guarded the forest. Drachi, the white wish-granter, who would grant wishes to the purest of hearts. Chrysalian, Darkrai, the two lunar Pokemon who can control dreams and nightmares. Shaman, the tiny flower Pokemon who can bring gratitude and restore plant life. Latios and Latias, the two Eon Pokemon who can travel distances in the bleak of an eye. Arceus was pleased and created two... Two more Pokemon to protect what he created, Ho-Oh and Lugia. Ho-Oh, the rainbow bird, was bound to protect the skies, and Lugia, the silver bird, was bound to protect the seas. In years to come, the two great birds would create servants of their own to do their bidding. That sounds, that sounds so bad. bad. But for now, they worked alone. But the world was still missing something, and Arceus knew one. The world could not be just populated by its creators. Arceus knew that it was selfish and unfair, so he created Mew would become the ancestor of all Pokemon. Mew would evolve into many Pokemon, from the small seed Pokemon Bulbasaur to the ghost, ghostly ice Pokemon Froslass. Mew would be the one to pioneer the Pokemon world. And so the creation of the world was completed. The legendary Pokemon took a glance at the world they had first appeared in and crossed through a portal to their new world. But Giratina was restless, became violent, and Arceus banished it back to the place it came from, which came to be known as the Distortion World. Now, knowing the power of the Pokemon they created, Arceus warned them of the consequences of betrayal before all of the Pokemon retreated to their homes located all over this new world and fell into a deep, deep sleep. The end. Okay, this story can also have another title, I think. The Story of America Outsourcing. I, um... I would disagree on that particular topic. Why? I just... I don't know. I think he's outsourcing. Okay, Arceus that's true. He is he is lazy. That's his problem. There's another. There's it did it did do very good at explaining why Mew is the first Pokemon, even though it's not. Yeah, I think I think it did. Uh, it was good. I like it. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Let's see. Minions makes Lugia and Ho sound evil, though. This guy wrote a story on fanfiction.net. 
Ooh. Sorry, Dreams guy. dashed. That guy cries now. Yeah, he's uh, gonna cry. Wait, no, Way to go. Good. Like really hard. Like it just shows his lack of puckle knowledge. Um, That's a problem. Let's see. Where is it? There's this really oh Dr. Damon emailed in here. What? You sent an email in. Was it me trying to annoy you because you wouldn't yeah, say my I story? To reach your one email. Yeah. yeah. You, you still can, should. You can read it for yourself. Nah, I'm good. Where is it? I have these stories. I'm half asleep right now, so I don't really care. goes through his history of playing Pokemon, which I really like. That's cool. He doesn't have a title for this. Um, his, he, this is, uh, what's his name? We'll call it... This is Ethan... Story uh, 2. Mr. Thingy. Mr. Thingy. Story 2. That's we'll what we're gonna call story it. Story number 2. Yep. April 23rd, 2000. Ooh, journal entry style. I what's like a Pokemon? It? I asked innocently. You don't know what a Pokemon is, my friend, responded smugly? You mean you've never seen the TV show? No, I haven't. My family hasn't gotten cable, so my choice of TV shows were very limited. A Pokemon is a monster that is kept inside a ball called a Pokeball. And trainers like me use them to battle. Childhood innocence and curiosity got a hold of me. Do you have your Pokemon with you? He was clearly waiting for this moment to proudly show me his pride and joy. Pokemon aren't real stupid. They're in this game I got for my birthday. My friend quickly pulled out his clear purple Game Boy color with a wide toothy grit on his face. It was evident he had just lost a tooth. The gap was too large not to notice. This is my Pokemon game in it. If you capture a Pokemon in, you capture Pokemon to battle gym leaders. I've beaten five of them, but now I'm kinda lost. He flicked the power switch on the gate and the Game Boy flickered to life. A Nintendo logo flashed across the screen. One I was already familiar with because of the SN the Super Nintendo my mom had recently purchased at a garage sale. Pokemon Red version with a dragon below it. This clearly wasn't the only game. He quickly raced to the point of bragging. Bragging. Right now my favorite Pokemon is Pikachu. I got one at level 31. Actually, the TV show has a Pikachu, and I want to be just like him, so I'm only using Pikachu. That's actually Dumb. pretty accurate to like what Ash does. Um, it's true. Uh-huh, yep. Was all I could muster. I'd given up on listening to the babble and had my attention focused on the screen. Different pixelated creatures fascinated me. I watched for an hour as he ranted on and on, but all I did was watch the screen. June 11th, 2000. He started the two. Okay, I guess. 2000? Mm, historical red, inaccuracy. Blue, red, blue, yellow, red, blue, yellow. I ran through the paces in my head wondering which game I would receive for my birthday. My parents had made the torturous decision to make me wait until the afternoon. Opening the wrapping paper, I realized this was not the box I was looking for. This was green, and none of the games were green. Discouraged, I flipped over the box to see the three Nintendo mascots staring back at me with the words Game Boy Color. Ripping it open, I saw my parents had already put the game into the system. Flicking it on, to confirm my suspicions, I was greeted by the familiar Nintendo logo. And then the Whopper, Pokemon Blue version, with a giant turtle below it. <clears throat> As I struggled to recollect my sanity, I started up a new profile. My rival's name? Cole. 
because I couldn't spell Cole. Oh, Cole, because I couldn't spell Cole. Cole was my least favorite person in the world at this point, so I had to. And July 17th, 2000. Meeting up with my friend for our weekly battle. He looked perkier than usual. Guess what? What? They announced new games. What? Gold and Silver and the new Pokemon games are coming out this fall. Taking a moment to praise Jesus, I then inquired more on the subject. Are there going to be new Pokemon? 100 more? Taken aback by the sheer number of new Pokemon, I continued to ask more questions about the Pokemon until the subject on subject of the blue mystery Pokemon was brought up. They even showed us a new Pokemon called Pikablue. Pikablue? It's a blue Pikachu. Simple innocence and gullibility had allowed that rumor to get passed around. Our excited speculation continued all day and all night. Have you heard about that? No. You, you never heard I haven't, about that as a no, kid? No, I didn't. When I was a kid, people always told me about Pikablue, and I was just like, that's bullcrap. That's not happening. That's unfortunate. It what, just a blue happened. Pikachu? I guess. I don't know. That's that's dumb. Some kids were telling me, oh no, it's a water it's a water and electric type. What if it's that? That thing right there. I think that what evol- if they- I, I think that Chimera thing. Or that flying squirrel evolves from uh, I think it it has to evolve like with uh, with uh, Pachizaru. It looks exactly like it. Sure. Wait, which one? Okay, February eighth, two thousand one. My friend walks up with bags under his eyes and a zombie lock stare. What's up? I ask him, trying to snap him out of his haze. There's, a, there's another region. Rather than trying to extrapolate and complete phrase from the fragment of a sentence, I ask once more firmly, "Come again." There's a whole other region besides Johto and gold and silver. I I, uh, I spent all night beating it. No, there isn't. There can't be, I said without knowing. I was about to have my mind blown. July 11th, 2002. I got Sapphire, I said over to my friend. That's cool, he responded to me in a little less enthused than he would have usually been. What's wrong, I, I asked, legitimately concerned. I'm done with Pokemon, he responded. My mouth is a gap. He had been playing Pokemon every week for two years. You Wait, what? You can't stop now. I'm going to. I've been playing too many games recently. I need to focus on other things, like sports and school. <laughs> things that matter in life. Ah, <laughs> Click. He didn't say bye. He just clicks and turns off the phone. Um, Obviously. Turn off the phone. Once people stop playing let... Pokemon, they become douchebags. I know. Accurate portrayal. The Richards. No, yeah, I'm joking. Right? I'm joking. Right? I, I love the Richards. Brian would still play Pokemon. Uh, we hung out less and less for the next five years. August 1st, 2008. At this point, I had given up on Pokemon, and my friend and I began to hang out more. Did you hear there's going to be more than 450 Pokemon now? I asked him random- I asked randomly one day. That's so retarded, the only good ones were in the first two generations. I hastily agreed, ignoring the fact that I played third gen. We continued our conversation on Pokemon and made fun of it, even though it was a painful for me to do so. Pokemon was such a large part of my life for, not- for so long that my attachment made me loyal to it, like a friend. Even through Super Smash Bros., I had retained some knowledge of current Pokemon, even though it was limited. We both loved the Smash Bros. series, so he was, bashing me. he was basing most of his bias on that. My tastes have moved more towards Halo in the years past, because I had become more of a hardcore gamer. I even began to listen to some to podcasts on video games. Da-da-da! Okay. Hey! hey. April 3rd, 2010. I was listening to a podcast where they talk about what game game has been taking up most of the host time recently. All the members of the podcast agreed that Heart Gold and Soul Silver have been eating up productively re- recently. I was surprised to hear that they remade the best games in the series. 
talking to my friend later that day, our conversation drifted slowly to Pokemon, as all good conversations tend to do. Fred. That just makes me think of Fred. That one night he just gave me his <laughs> keys because he, like, walked in on the five minutes we were talking about it. That was pretty sweet. Yeah. I suddenly remember the games from early from earlier and told him about them. Hmm. That sounds pretty awesome. He really hadn't lost any love for Pokemon, but he didn't like to make fun of it. Childhood Innocence came out as we started to talk about our favorite Pokemon and how terrible the TV show was. The thought slowly drifted out of his mind, but remained firmly stuck in mine. April 23rd, 2010. On the verge of going to Arizona with my school, I needed something to listen to on the plane ride there. I searched up Pokemon Podcast and downloaded one episode from each podcast. I discovered that one in particular was much better than the others. Only one was close, but it smelled like a, like a close demise. Turns out I was right. I sent my first email to that podcast as soon as I got to the airport. I wonder what that podcast was. July 1st, 2010. I bought Soul Silver. I was not really knowing what, what to expect as a response. Is it good? It's amazing. Should I get it? I think you should. July 28th, 2010. I'm heading out to California for the rest of the summer. He caught me by surprise. I completely forgot he was leaving. What's your friend code? We can play whenever you're in Wi-Fi. It was so convenient that he bought hard gold the week before. We exchanged friend codes and he was on his merry way. As of right now, we had just battled for the third time and I rocked his world because he chose Totodile. That ends my story of how Pokemon gained me the best friend I ever had. Mr. Thingy. P.S. Sarge has an army of Ferret 2. Nice! But yeah, that's, uh, that's the second story. Uh, let's see. They're not evil, Ferret, though. They were supposed to be evil, Mr. Thingy. They were supposed to be evil? Yes, they were supposed to be evil, Ferret. Evil Ferret. Yep. No, this is not the story I wanted to hear. Aww. I don't want that story. I don't want that story. I don't want that story. Yep. I'm sorry all the people that I'm deleting stories for. Um. really just pause this and then you should yeah. find the stories. Yeah, find the stories. Okay, the next story is from Ace Trainer Egan. And uh he uh, and uh he wrote a good good story. I don't think he has a name for it. This is story number 3. All right. Story number Let's call three. it story C. Story C. Yeah, there we go. I was bored, stuck in my room full of nothing but anticipation for my upcoming Pokémon adventure. It is something I had dreamed about for years, ever since my birth, but hadn't been able to get my mom to budge. She saw it as wrong to make Pokemon battle each other, seeing it as a way for us humans just to get our sick amusement. She didn't understand the real reason a trainer battles is because we love all Pokemon. Battling just increases the bond of freshmen along with other factors such as travel, competition, and talking. I hate talking. Hi. Talking is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> battling... 
battling helps us understand what Pokemon help us understand what Pokemon are really feeling and how we can help them. Any real trailer trainer doesn't take pleasure in seeing Pokemon hurt, and the ones that do awesome often get their licenses rejected. No matter how many times I try to tell her this, she doesn't budge, and it's one more year of me living in this boring town where nothing happens. It almost feels as if time has stopped because nothing comes in or out. We don't even provide anything to the world. The only thing anyone has ever remembered for us for is making two great trainers, red and blue. And even then, the town's name still faded into obscurity. Well, it was that time again when 10-year-olds got a junior Pokemon license and were permitted to participate in the Pokemon League. This year was going to be different. For five years, I wasn't allowed to become a Pokemon trainer. And I know eventually time would run out. So tonight, I packed my bag and set out on an adventure. Dun, dun, dun. Story C by East Trainer Ian. It's pretty sweet. And I need one more. Pause. Yeah, pause. And our last story is by, uh, where, what's the name? The name is, uh, I don't actually have a name for this story. For the person. Lucas Carther. The Jirachi Wishmaker event. On June 26th, in a room underneath the Wi-Fi plaza, there were thousands upon thousands of Jirachi. This room contained four white walls and no doors or windows. So that's a box. It's a room. It's a box. With no windows. And no doors. Yeah, that's... (laughs) How'd they all get in there? <laughs> Most were excited about the gathering they were told was happening, except one. This one was the this one Jirachi knew the truth. He was called Hunter by everyone that he knew. He knew that they were all brought there to be taken away from everything and everyone they know, and be put in the hands of a trainer who likely didn't care about Pokemon. Hunter had almost undergone this experience once before in a GameStop in New York. He was, he was the lucky one. Every other Jirachi he knew disappeared into thin air. Three hours later, the Jirachi started suddenly disappearing. They, then they all started looking around, trying to figure out what was happening to everyone. Then all of a sudden, Hunter saw a small red and white ball. He touched it, and a magnificent red beam came from it and engulfed him. The next thing he knew, he was out, out and behind a trainer. He was wearing a black and yellow hat, blue shorts, and a red sweatshirt. He wondered, I don't wear blue shorts. He wondered who this trainer was, and then if he, as if reading his mind, the trainer turned around and said, Hello, my name is Thatch. That's my name. That is your name. Oh my god. All of the, all of the sudden, Hunter levitated up to Thatch and gave him a big hug. He liked this trainer. He liked him very much. Things got steamy. I don't like this trainer. <laughs> Sounds like a dick. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong? That asked Thatch. Hunter gave him a smile. And then Thatch knew exactly what was going on. Two months later, this Jirachi had been completely trained and single-handedly defeated all eight Johto gyms, all thanks to Thatch. That's right. Single-handedly? I'm only using a Pikachu, just like Ash. <laughs> they had really bonded, and Thatch, even though he couldn't nickname Hunter, started calling him Hunter. Hunter How did never, he know? I don't know. Hunter never understood how he knew that that was his name. Ah. Uh, oh, see, see if you, you're see, preempted. I, I know. I, you're in the story. 
They were about to enter the Elite Four when Thatch turned around and asked, Are you ready? Are you sure you're ready for this? And Hunter replied with a smile and a nod. They entered the Elite Four and defeated them with ease. Lester was the champion. Hunter and Thatch entered the room. They walked up to the champion, and they realized who the champion was. Thatch ran forward and they talked. Then the battle started. Hunter breezed through all of Lance's Pokemon, and Hunter and Thatch were crowned the Jonah champion. They arrived back home, and Professor Elm had offered to take a ship off to Kanto, where Thatch and Hunter could enter the Kanto League, but they decided not to go. Thatch had re-enrolled in school, and was living at home, leaving Hunter there all day. <laughs> they lived happily ever after. <laughs> what kind of ending is that? Cut this out of her. What? Cut this out of her. <laughs> this is hilarious. That dream rolled in school and did something with his life. <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good that they realized that Pokemon. Okay. Okay. The end. That was. Uh, that was by uh, Lucas Carther. I. So go to the forums and you can vote. Find that thread and you can vote. And now it's on to the mailbag. So get ready for. Get ready for an exciting uh, email from uh, Smithy. Hey, Thatch and Sycamore. He meant Narker. He meant Narker, okay? He Smithy here. He I'm said a, it. I'm it's a too late. It's listener. out there. I'm a rather new listener to your podcast. And Richards. Okay, back to the email. Um, I'm a rather listener, new listener to your podcast, and you guys are way better than WTBT. Woot. Cheer! Cheering crowd! Am I... <laughs> cheering crowd. Cheering crowd. <laughs> You might have to cut that short. Am I your first Irish listener? If so, that would be awesome. As far I'm as I know. I'm currently trying to listen to all of your podcasts to catch up. And I'm going to admit, it's a little bit hard at times. It won't happen. Well, anyway, here's a link to my entry for the writing contest. If it's cheating, if it's an old story I wrote, this my account's broken. I'm writing this email on my PS3 and internet browser. Okay, well, thank you, Smithy. Let's see. Obviously, we didn't read a story. Um, right. Sorry, sad face. Yeah. Uh, this one is from uh, Luke. Hey, Puckle Crew. Thatch and, mo- and most hopefully Professor Sycamore. <laughs> Luke here for not emailing. Sorry for not emailing you sooner. For I've been busy enjoying my summer summer camping trips without internet. Hopefully, you guys put up episode sixty four before August seventh because I'll be cruising on a fourteen hour flight to Oz, oh Australia. For a week and then going Sounds to China. Like fun. And then going to China for two weeks. There we go. That's cool. Um, man, am I ever am I gonna ever have a hard time trying to type on the internet passwords there for my my iPod touch. Anyways, I forgot most of your recent mailbag questions, so I will entertain you with what has happened to me. While at Duck, some kids told about this baby seal that had been hanging around there for a whole day. Thirty minutes later I I say say I say it's struggling to swim. So I phoned the wildlife senator, and they saved it, and it turns out it's been abandoned for about three days. A seal? Yeah, he saved a baby seal. Um, That's cool. They look forward to the, 
they look, they took it to the Vancouver Aquarium. Oh, he was in Canada. I hope you, I hope I haven't bored you to death with my stories. I bet that's uh. Anyways, looking forward to your next episode. Till next time. At the baby seal, there's a picture. Oh, it's a little seal. That's why it was gonna die. It was Canadian. <laughs> if it was an American baby seal, it would have had rights. Um, it would have just. It would have just kept on trucking. This is from Clone Toast. Dear Thatch and Sycamore, my favorite side question. Oh, that was the mailbag question. What's your favorite, like, not like main mainstream main part of the game? Ah, I see. My favorite side quest in Pokemon are the mini games, such as the Pokeathlon or the contest. Personally, I did. I like the Pokeathlon because it kind of stinky contest. That has much more to offer and more prizes beside accessories that no one uses. <laughs> this one goes out that specifically to Dave. Dave. That's just, that's yeah. like, arguing Dave. I did like the game corner, but since Heart Gold and Soul Silver, it kind of sucks. I went, it went from, I like, I like both I went from slots that you could easily beat to that stupid random Sudoku-like game. The slots were not easy and to I beat. I absolutely despise Sudoku. It's not Sudoku, it's more like Minesweeper. Yeah, it's it's kind of a mix, really, of the two. Other than the Pokeathlon, I also like catching catching the side legendaries and possibly going for shinies and such. Anyway, this email is probably getting too long, so I'll leave you with this. That's just more thank you for your podcast and the lulls that have been bestowed upon us fans. Oh, this is from Ace Trainer Egan. Hey! What be cracking, my Puckalonian brothers? the man, the legend, the kid who always submits hi, Ace Trainer Egan. Disclaimer, Ace Trainer Egan does not submit hi or condone any illegal actions that should not arrest him. <laughs> Excellent. So I'll get straight to it and answer the question at hand. What is your favorite side story? Well, I technically describe the story as stopping the resident criminal organization and beating all the gyms and becoming the Pokemon champion. And, and you know how the champion is supposed to sit at the end of the E4 and wait for the trainers to test him? How come your character doesn't do that when he wins? Blue did. Lance did. What makes your character so special? That is the one thing I've always thought about. What if you came to challenge the E4 and then just decided the vacation for a month? <laughs> but I digress. I actually consider completing the Pokedex as a side quest, because you really aren't made by the game to do it. Sure, the aides will give you an item like an experience chair or a TM if you do it, but it's nothing dire. Due to that, I consider my Pokedex completion a side quest. A hard one, though. I have not completed the Pokédex since Yellow. There have just been way too many Pokémon. If you don't count that, my favorite stop, my favorite were the slots in blue. I messed that stuff up on those and actually felt addicted. I wanted that Dratini so badly. You can imagine how angry I was after investing 10 hours of gameplay time into slots just to get that thing. Then I went fishing in the Safari Zone and immediately caught one. <laughs> nice Nintendo. You're a bunch of evil evil Japanese people just mad because we nuked you guys and want to take it out on us by taunting us. Things well, are so much easier to catch in the Safari Zone after you have one. Well, we are it's America. Ridiculous. Have you ever noticed that America has changed? From World War II happened, we were feared. And I mean, we seriously destroyed two countries with nukes. That's just false. <laughs> you don't know American history very well. There were two nuclear bombs dropped, but there was only one country involved. Yeah, maybe um, he meant cities. Yeah, I hope he meant cities. Okay, I hope so. Of course. People knew not to screw with us. Now, we're a bunch of peace-loving hippies who think that if we try to talk to people who are bent on annihilation of the USA, it'll work. Yeah, no, haven't you wanted to see a Pokemon War? I mean, imagine being a soldier and having to fight, having a Pokemon. 
RTS or maybe even FPS. That sounds awesome. But then I couldn't couldn't ever see Nintendo licensing out Pokemon to IP or Ensemble Studios or some other Microsoft owned developer to make RTS on the PC or give it to Bungie Studios for FPS. They couldn't make one of the ways simply because the RTS can't be handled in any sort of console due to the craziness of the controls. And the Wii's motions controls are terrible for an FPS. True. The only the only good one was the conduit. Why would the Pokemon have guns? Why not? First of all, first of all, they already did this. It's called Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn and Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. There's no Pokemon in there. No, but they're animals that tear people apart. No, not the same. Sorry for ranting. I basically and there are no guns. My mind got bit. That'd be more like an MMORPG, a Pokemon War. No, no. would be like, wow. Uh, no. Nope, you'd make it a shooter. You'd be a soldier and you'd be fighting All the right, Pokemon. Alright, Ace Trainer Ian. Good job, Ace Trainer Ian. I, I like where he's going with this one. You have to, like, fight him off, right? This one's from uh, Vanadin. Vanadin I've actually met in real life. Oh, that's cool. I met him after he found the podcast, though. After? Yeah. First oh, person I've oh, ever met okay. that listens to the podcast oh. in real life. Okay, that's cool. Hey, Thatch and other. Vanadin here, after my internet has been canceled and is now back on. A few weeks ago, I was at the grocery store and heard the ending song on the radio, and I found myself singing to the song. My dad gave me a weird look, and I said one word, puckle. But on some other news, I graduated from high school, which I am happy, and I'm thinking on forensics for college. I also got a job at Toys R Us. Pokemon 5th Gen looks cool, but the triple battles look lame, and the legendary thing with with black and white, with black for white and white for black, is confusing and cool, but stupid. Yep. And I rambled in. Sorry. My rival would have to be my friend Chris. Him and I try to geek each other out and kill each other's Pokemon, other in Pokemon. For the mailbag, I love the original game corner, red, blue, and yellow. And the Pokewalker is my favorite accessory. And I apologize long for this email being long. Vanadin. I love the new game corner. What's wrong with the new game corner? Oh, dude, this is the Belgium guy. Sweet! Hey, Puckle, I'm from Belgium, so my English is not so good. This is the first time I e- that I emailed you. My answer on the mailbag is, I like the Pokeethlon and the aspects of shiny Pokemons. You're my second favorite podcast. My favorite podcast is WTBT. They are not dead. They just made a 4.0 version of the site and have uploaded a Ustream and a new episode. And they're gonna make a, they're gonna make back a lot of episodes. That's it. And keep up the get the word, good work. And remember, stay out of the tall grass. I shouldn't have read that. Smack a bitch. This is from Jordan Warren. Nice job on the podcast as always. I just want to say I got a Blu-ray player a while back, and now I can listen to Puckle on my TV if I really wanted to, because it's a USB port. That's cool. My favorite Pokemon part of Generation 4 would either have to be the Underground or the Bug Catching Contest. My mailbag question could be, how old were you when Pokemon first started, slash how old were you when you heard, first heard of Pokemon? We were in, like, second or third grade, weren't we? Probably second grade. Yeah, I'm gonna, that's, that's the mailbag question. Keep that in mind. Second grade. All right, do that. Um, Let's see, so what? how old would I be then? You would have been, like, like, eight. I was, like, eight or nine, yeah. That was a long Ryan, time ago. how old were you when Pokemon came out? It was a long time ago. For it was you. a very long time ago. Okay, this is, uh, this is from... Like, I don't remember not knowing about Pokemon, actually. What's up, underground champions? It's RP here with an awesome idea for black and white. What if you, instead of just randomly meeting friends in the union room, you could, like, walk around, go to different towns, battle 
battle together and stuff. I mean, sure, the union room's okay, but it would be epic if you just get to see your friends in town. That you're watching a battle video of your friend and the gym leader fighting live or having have the ability a co-op? To... That would be pretty sweet. Like, double battle with a friend? I would They've like it. Black and white kind of added something like this. It's got okay. this thing where it's, uh... Black and white has this thing where... Uh, what was I going to say? You go... You can, like, connect to this thing called the High Link, and you go to the special part of the issue region. I don't want to say the region. And, uh... You go there, and you can do, like, quests and stuff. It's as close to an MMORPG as we're possibly going to get in Pokemon. It's pretty neat. I don't know the specifics on it. We will know in a month, I guess. Um, yeah, apparently. So yeah. Actually, it's 24 days. Next idea. Instead of going to the clerk and saying what you want in the 7-Eleven, I mean, Mart, you should go to shopping carts and get items you want. Why would you do that? Why not just go buy it like you normally do? Like any like, uh... They should have Pokemon Slurpees, though. They need a 7-Eleven in Pokemon. This is from Barkley Lola. Hello, Pucko people. You better show this picture to Sycamore. What's the... O- what? The Odie's in Florida? So my... So my... So much. Lucky? I'm giving a big shout-out to my dad. App, you rock. Now you can't hurt me. The next Pokemon they ha- that they will show is the Electric Poison Ant. Okay, this is the Sycamore. I was one ordering food and then said, Thank you. Your order number is 666. I was like, holy crap, Sycamore would laugh so hard if you saw this. Thanks for reading it. Well, Sycamore never saw it. That's a problem. This is from uh, Shadowbeak. That's and the other guy. I really enjoy Puckle. Woo! And this, is, this is the only Pokemon podcast that I that did not... Sat, that did, didn't bore me to tears. There's a period in there. Like... There's like an awkward pause in the middle of the sentence because he put a period in it. That's a problem. Thatch, you rock. Other guy, you hopefully rock, but not as much as Thatch. Sorry about the long email. And that was a long email. A period. It was just difficult to read. I don't know what was happening. Brian, try to read this. No, I'm joking. Oh dang. Borrowing this. What just happened? The email's being gay. That sucks. Borrowing your computer for it. <sighs> Fine. Take all my crap. Yeah, I Yes, because we do, Brian. Yes, we do, Brian. We do have a lot of people apologizing for long emails. But they keep writing them anyway. I, spe- I see irony in this. Yes. Don't we all? Okay, I'm back. In. Alright. Mailbag. This one's uh, from the same guy who wrote one of the stories, Mr. Thingy. Sup, Puckalonians? It's Mr. Thingy, and I pity. This uh, email is going to be short and juicy, which is what she said. First, I have a revelation. I am Sweeper's kid. Also, I am full of crap. Second, another revelation. I am a hypocrite. I have been going out of town every Friday, so I can't be there for the Puckle Block. To answer my mailbag, my favorite non-story part of the games is the quest to catch one of the po- all of the Pokemon. I have an idea for the mailbag. What's your favorite Pokemon type, slash what is your favorite event poke? I'm going to advise you to keep it Pucklicious and to remain Puckling, Mr. Thingy. P.S. Sarge had an army of Ferret. Yep. Evil. 
Evil Fred. We were talking about this. He was gonna write one in on my story, but it was dumb because okay. I didn't. Just yep. That was dumb. You hit the wrong button. The wrong button. There you go. There Neither does your computer thing, apparently. Okay, so uh, let's see. This next one is from some guy I'm not going to read. This is from Cytrix. Hey guys, this might be a short email. Starts here. Hello Puckle, did you get my picture of the life-size Puckle cow? I think it's beautiful. You randomly saved my email for the end of the last podcast. Why? It wasn't that good. Oh well, to answer the mailbag question. I forgot. I forget the mailbag question. Remember the good old days when there was one episode of Puckle? I do. It was awesome. I think WTBT is officially dead. That leaves Puckle as number one. Woot. If you think I, I planned my emails, you're wrong. I just make them up and I end up running out of things to say. Do I get to be on the Puckle crew? No. Maybe? No. I don't know. School's starting back up again soon. That means I have to move all my stuff all over again. Yes, Thatch. The Pokewalker is amazing. I apparently found two rare candies while walking in the, to the store. I'm famous, by the way. You may know me as Obama, but that's when I'm not sending emails to Puckle. That's interesting. That makes me black. Now I ran out of things to say. Send me donuts. It's probably our first black listener. <laughs> that's terrible. Come on. This is from Patches O'Houlihan. Oh, that's cool. Hello, Patches here. I'm going to do this email a little differently and in a list of sorts. One, WTPT is supposedly back. Two, new Pokemon including Flying Squirrel. Three, added seasons in the game. Four, four-way video chat for black and white. Five, Putnam Whipple. Search IGN Putnam Whipple on YouTube. Six, no mailbag. Seven, heard you were looking for some skillage. What skills do you need? Eight, saw that saw that you got that sweet Suicune picture I sent. Nine, the flying squirrel poke is pretty much exactly like Pachuzuru, except it has wings and is a different color. Ten, really hope this is sent in before the next episode. This is Patches signing off for the time with a question in great words of Putnam Whipple. Answer me this. If Samus is, Samus is pregnant and it turns into morph ball mode, what happen, What will happen to the baby? That's a great question. That, that's actually... I think that's legitimate. Um, Toby Taylor. Hey, guys. Just an incredibly quick email to ans- ask you some questions. On the, things in the emails you can't read, can you post them on a page on the website? Cheers. Absolutely. Well, most of the time I don't read them. It's because it's too obscene. Not because of the words, it's just, it's obscene. Rockstar Man, here's a good one. Everybody loves Rockstar Man. It's like everybody loves Raymond, except it's Rockstar Man. That show kind of sucks. Shut up. Hey, Puckle Peoples, it's your homeskiller biscuit, Rockstar Man. I've been chilling out at Bandcamp, so I have the rights to say this. This one time at Bandcamp, I met a guy named Gordon who looked freakishly like Sycamore. Coincidence? I think not. Sycamore is undergov... Under... Uh, undercover as a jazz trumpet player to meet me about a secret Puckle manners, such as where are we going to move Perry Brown? I mean, Pokemon's body, now that everyone knows we've killed him. I mean, in an avalanche saving orphans. I will say no more. (laughs) But seriously, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Abridged Series is amazing. The chess scene, the internet trolls at the end, the axe issue, and the super kawaii Desu Karibo slash purple unicorn robot attack. Attack parts were amazing from the new episode. Regarding the uh, episode, the single greatest thing ever was when you guys laughed for over a minute over that realizing that Pigeon isn't a Pokemon. 
kudos to whomever sent that. They get a high five award. Welcome to the Mile High Club of Puckle, kid. Welcome to the Mile High Club of Puckle, kid. In addition to the mailbag, I like the Trick House and the secret build, base building in Generation 3, the Safari Zone in Generations 1 and 2, and the Underground Tunnels and the Pokes that came out on random days. So yeah, big shouts to my boys, Thatch, Sycamore, <sighs> Infinity, Master Carl, Luke, the Furry, Eduardo, and the Big Kahuna himself, my Canadian home dog, Infinity. You sent Infinity twice. My X-38 or elsewhere crew, GTG and Norbert, Star Trek Sarah, anyone else who plays the oboe, Charles Zelgrath. Wait, what? The Canadian $5 bill and bill from accounting. If you play, if you play the sound, I will be forever grateful. Peace. I think I think he I think he means the sound. And that that's the sound right there. I I don't know how he knew that we would be doing this. He's Rockstar man. I mean, He's godly. Um yeah, I guess. Uh let's see. And let's see mailbag. Hey, Thatch, I'm the same random listener from uh, episode 64, and I'm back yet again to answer your mailbag question. I have to say my favorite thing besides the main story in Pokemon would be the Battle Tower. Helps me with what status moves I should use, like Supersonic or Toxic. Also, I was listening to episode 48, your Christmas special, and it hit me. What is the real theory for Christmas? And I end this email from the random listener. Okay, then. Hey, this is from Black Jester. Oh, he spelled it with a Q. Ah. Hey thanks. guys, keeping up the good work is good work. One ep. I uh, forget where I was start. I was and started busting busting out laughing. People thought I was crazy and got nosy. Asked me what I was listening to, and I said a podcast. And I'm not even into podcasts unless it's one. One sometimes I forget it's an old ep. And I really I'm ready to call up like it's a radio station and give out the answers. With what number? This means you guys are doing a great job. And once again, I may ask, how do you get to be a guest on the show? Hope you hear this on the podcast sometime soon. You have to not be a douchebag. You have to be awesome, like me. Yeah. Yeah. New trainers sent us this email. Well, just a short one this time. I'm not going to get black and white. They're out of ideas. I mean, a grass monkey after a fire? What the fuck? I mean, what the fudge is up with that? Well, for now, I'm flying away with the Mew. Okay. That's the end of the mailbag. Okay. Um, we have a mailbag question for next time. I already forgot what it was going to be. I, I remember, though. Okay, what'd you the say? The mailbag question for next time is going to be, how old were you slash how did you find out about Pokemon? Yeah. Um, send your emails to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Check out the YouTube account at uh, youtube.com slash pucklepodcast. Check out and follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash pucklepodcast. And uh, we're, we're gonna let Brian and get back to his nap. We're gonna let Brian get back to his nap and uh, check out the live shows every Friday from 6 p.m. Eastern to midnight or whatever. Um, check out check out Mason Richards looking out the window and uh, let's see what else are we looking for? Um, oh, join the Puckle League that has started. Just go to pucklepodcast.com, join the league, battle, and have fun. So until next time, I'm Trainer Thatch. This is Sarge. And here at the Puckle Podcast, it's half and it's Closing time. Open all the doors and let you.
closing time Turn all of the lights on Over every boy and every girl Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your whiskey or beer Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.